From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Today we've got an indie rock band, Mojave Nomads, in studio for an unplugged acoustic set. They've recorded and released their first album, Black Sheep, in 2015, and now starting to write songs for a new project. One thing that stands out about these guys is the number of shows they play and how often they come this way down to Provo from up in northern Utah. We'll talk about playing so many live shows a little later, but first, to meet the band, singing lead vocals is frontman Tyler Harris, Coulter Hill on acoustic guitar, also backup vocals, Mason Hill playing piano and melodica, Cole Eisenhower, tambourine, shaker, and clave, and playing the one plugged-in instrument of this otherwise acoustic set, Brighton Bell on bass and backup vocals. We're going to hear a song. It's not called Untitled. It's just an untitled song. Save me. 
untitled song played live and unplugged for this pared-down acoustic set of Highway 89 with Mojave Nomads in Studio 6 at BYU Broadcasting. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. We'll start with Tyler Harris, lead vocals. Tyler, thank you for coming. Yeah, no problem. This is great to have a new band. Uh, you guys are brand new to me. You've got How, how long in the 2015 has your album been out? Um, since June. Very so. good. All right, well, we ask about a bio for each of you guys, and we have yeah. no idea if you wrote them yourselves or somebody else, but in yours, somebody wrote Tyler Harris, charismatic. Okay. All he ever thinks about is music and the life he wants to live as a musician. True. True, okay. I didn't write that, but, but that it's is an definitely accurate true. description. Yeah. Well, talk about being in a band. You guys are young. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, you're, the rhythm's tight, and you guys have uh, obviously been making music for a while. So how did this all begin? Um, so I lived next door to Coulter and Mason, who are brothers, when I was, like, six. Um, and then we, like, hung out a lot and then separated for a while and then came back together and was like, hey, we should form a band. And Coulter knew Brighton and Cole. And that's basically... Well, it helps if you already know everybody. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Brighton didn't really play bass yet, and I didn't sing, so... It was an interesting. So, when kinda... did you find out you could do that? Um, I couldn't at first, so it was just a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we understand that part of the credit for this band goes to another band from Kentucky, Cage the Elephant. Right. Yeah. Tell me about this. Um, so we were at a Cage the Elephant concert. Coulter and I were, and that's kind of we saw like one of the opening bands, and we're like, oh, we could do that. So, <laughs> little boost how... of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, t tell us about this next one, because there is a bit of a mystery. BTC, it's an acrom acronym. Right. We yeah. Googled that. We came up with, I think, 93 possibilities. Okay, really? Probably none of them correct. Probably not, no. <laughs> so what's so what's it stand for? Um, so I'm the only one that knows that, and I'm going to be the only one that knows that for the rest of my life. <laughs> <Okay>. So. <laughs> well, we heard some lyrics bet better than okay, yeah. in here, but then there, there are two guys in your band that... Start with C names. So right. Know, better than coal, yeah. That's a good better guess. Than, yeah. Better than cabbage. Uh, it, There's so many possibilities. It doesn't even have anything to do with better than. Right? Okay. It's kind of a good throwing off point. So. Good. Well, let's have you take your place. We're going to hear okay. Tyler Harris singing lead vocals on this song. The name of the band is Mojave Nomads. And I listened to this song, uh, BTC, today while I was sitting in the car wash. And I want to tell you, it works with just water thundering around you. <laughs> So let's hear the version without the water here. Let's go. You're better than me. You're better than me. Ooh. 
Then how do you believe Nomads with their song BTC and whatever that means is a mystery and if you want to put in your guess I would suggest going to their website mojavenomads.com who knows you may have better luck than I have we've already ruled out cabbage just letting you know you're listening to an unplugged live set from the BYU radio performance studio Brighton Bell plays bass sings backup vocals and we're told in the bios the best guitar hero player <laughs> in the north uh-huh yeah that's me. like the north of Utah or the north of Weber County or the north of America? Probably, probably or... like the northern hemisphere, I would guess. Okay. Yeah. And humility also on there. <laughs> so I have to ask this question because I know some pretty good guitar mm -hmm. hero players. Okay. And the, the two I know who are the best, they actually are guitar players. Mm -hmm. But is there really any correlation between the buttons and the strings? And... Um, the only one that I've found really is that it just kind of builds the dexterity in your fingers, you know, uh -huh. being able to move quickly like between frets and stuff. But other than that, there's nothing. So, okay, so there isn't a little bit of a, a, yeah. a, a an advantage there. We're also told you're the only real adult of the band. Uh, yeah, basically. Maybe so who, Cole. Who maybe actually, Cole kind of too. Who wrote these bios? Is what we want to know. I don't know. It wasn't they, me. They're a mystery to everybody. So it far. looks like it was Coulter. <laughs> but is that right on? 
Uh, I like to think so, sure. Okay. I guess they well, think so. We hear you're the one, you're supporting yourself. You've got a, a day job mm -hmm. installing marble yeah. tops, living in a house. Yeah. Well, can't I can't wait to hear where the other people live. I, I live, well, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler actually moved in with me now just okay. about a week ago, but I lived basically by myself with just a dog, my dog and my cat for like a year. Just this past year, so the conversation is not a lot. You, you another person <laughs> helps. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this: You joined the band after an appeal went out for a bassist mm -hmm. on Twitter. So yeah, were you? You must have already been following these guys. How did you? How did you find that? Uh, yeah. Well, it was just like either on Coulter or Cole's personal Twitter, and like we're friends, you know. So we follow each other, and they were just like, "Who wants to play bass?" And I was kind of, I'd kind of wanted to in the past, but I just mm -hmm. never really did. And I was just like, "This is probably a good opportunity to give it a shot." So. I let so know. you guys are from, it's not a super small town, but it's not a huge town. Yeah. Roy, what, maybe yeah. 40,000 people? Probably, yeah, somewhere around there. So I don't know exactly. you just all knew each other. Yeah, basically, um, I've known Cole for like my whole life, basically. We went to the same babysitter, grew up together. Um, Coulter, I met him around like fourth grade, I think. And then Mason, his little brother, obviously I knew him through Coulter. You, you know, this is a, a, a really far-reaching origin story when you can say we had the same babysitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's like a whole thing to it. I don't know. It's like we were born in rooms next to each other, like one day apart. And our parents were like friends and our older brothers were friends. So we were just kind of destined to like hang out, I guess, all the time. Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, we have to ask you about one story in your website about okay. when you guys, you're doing your album, you're working with Joshua James. Mm-hmm. And we hear that sometimes he likes to just turn off the lights, <laughs> light candles, and talk. Yeah. What, about what? Um, I don't know. I wasn't actually there for that <laughs> okay. story. But I could tell you another story Go about Joshua it. when we were at Willamette. Um, so I was upstairs tracking bass for Solar Flare. Mm -hmm. Or no, it was Heavy. It was for Heavy. And I was with Jordan Clark of Van Lady Love. He was kind of helping us produce and write songs and stuff. So I was upstairs, and we were trying to figure out a bass line for like the verses of Heavy. And we were just playing the song. We had like drums and guitar going. And from downstairs, I hear Joshua yell something, just yell. And we kind of, he comes running up the stairs. And he was like, well, what if you played something like this? And kind of laid the groundwork for what became the bass line. So Joshua James basically like started the bass line for Heavy, which personally is probably like my favorite bass line in the, uh, on the EP. Very cool. So that's kind of a cool little story about how he was there. Good. Well, and, uh, let's hear Part it. of the recording. Yeah. Okay, let's cool. Let's hear it. Okay, we've been hearing Brighton Bell bass backup vocals. We're going to hear that very song we were just talking about with that bass line. This is from their album Black Sheep, and it's called Heavy.
from the BYU Radio Studios. That's Mojave Nomads performing heavy. We're going to talk here with Cole Eisenhower. Cole, we have to say you're a Renaissance man, NCAA track runner at UVU, art student, drummer of the band. Although today you're keeping the beat on tambourine, shaker, and clave, and you were doing all three just a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> I got an extra arm. Okay, the clave tucked in the bend of one hip where you're sitting down, yeah. the shaker in the other hand, playing the clave. Then you have two tambourines on one foot. Is that a, your own special technique, or is that a common Yeah, kind of. I, I haven't really stu <laughs> studied other like acoustic drum acts, but I'm trying to make something happen. I was ready for you to juggle. I know, yeah. I can't juggle, actually, so <laughs> that would have been bad. Well... Talk about band practice and running track, because you you obviously have a really serious re uh, practice schedule for track. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I practice every day, but uh, go up on Fridays after practice in the morning and uh, work, and then Saturday nights. It was Sundays, most of the day Sunday, but it cost too much money to go up. But yeah, we practiced hours on end Saturday night, and then I hit a front runner back home, back down here. I actually live in Provo, so... That works out with track and the meets. Yeah, yeah, it's t they have to schedule the shows around me, so it's kind of it's caused us a little trouble from time to time. But well, let me ask you about this. Be you guys are known for playing a lot of shows, mm -hmm. and you talk on the website at least about that. That's a double-edged sword because you do want to play a lot. You want to get your name out. You want to have the live experience. But one show turns into two, which yeah. turns into four. So do you have some policy about this, or is it just do as much as we possibly can? That was kind of like the goal for a while. So like when we first started out, we just wanted to dig in and, and play a lot. And we did. And it's just, it's what you say. Like it, it's just one show after another and they just keep picking up. It's weird. After a while, we were going to get them and then they were coming to us for shows. So it kind of just happens. But yeah, we're trying to settle down to write. It's kind of tough. It's weird transitioning away from playing all the time. But Yeah, no time to write because you're always playing what you've know, already yeah. recorded. Yeah, exactly. One of the hazards of yeah, <laughs> yeah, of the industry. Let me ask you about this. You ended up actually playing for a hip hop artist. I did. And so uh, this doesn't seem like this would be your usual demographic for the group, but yeah, were they into it? We had some people. It was it was a tough crowd. It was that was a little different. I mean, it was fun, you know. And we need to get used to playing for maybe people that don't want to hear us all the time. That's how it's going to be. But we we got some fans out of it, so okay. it was fun. And, yeah, it was a little different. Okay, and this may be the most infamous show, but we heard that you once played a show for four people. Yeah, so I'm sure that's, we were, that we might happen We're, we're interested times. in who the four people are and how they felt being outnumbered by the band. I don't know. What, Do you remember what, who it I was? I don't know. I'm trying to think what show. Oh, yeah, it was at Kilby Court. I'm not sure who was there. It was some anonymous. We had, we have like some fans that come like regularly, like mm -hmm. uh, Coulter's girlfriend stuff. But I don't know. There were some <laughs> random people. There were some random people there. Okay, and, that leaves three random people. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember who was there. I, well, I don't well know. another thing you guys do. We've seen some live sets of you guys playing in an airplane hangar. Yeah. So is this? I, this is not a hill field. I'm guessing uh, by where you guys live. Um, it's not in the air no, force base. No, 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 no. It's. <laughs> It's they have like a little airport in Ogden okay. Airport, so we uh, Colt know uh, his mom knew uh, a guy that had like a hangar, so Correct. got in there and set up. A I video. was just saying, could we move the F sixteen? These guys need I a know, place yeah. to do. This. We should have shot inside of that, but. So thank you to Cole Eisenhower. Good luck in your track career, your art, and the, of course the music you're doing here. We're going to hear a song now called Solar Flare. Mm -hmm. 
Solar Flare, that's Mojave Nomads from their EP Black Sheep. The album is full out, electric rock, and with a full set and everything. We're doing an acoustic set here today, pretty much unplugged. And we appreciate the guys coming in and doing this. You're listening to Highway 89, Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. We do have two brothers in the band, Mason Hill. Mason, thanks for talking to us. Yeah. You're playing a piano here and melodica, kind of you, a little keyboard you blow into. But if you were in a normal set, what would this be? Uh, I have a few synths. I have three synths, uh-huh. and that's what I usually play. Uh, I have a big, what is it, 60, well, I think it's 61 key uh, MIDI controller, which I pl- plug through a computer. And then I just have two just synths that... Like, what are they, so there's a keys? lot of organ on some songs. Like yeah. uh, one song we're not hearing, Fat Quartet Stack, uh, that's you playing organ Yeah, yeah. on that. And I was going to say some of the piano pieces you're playing, it's really interesting. I feel just a little bit of blues in there, the yeah. blues scales. Yeah, that's what I – I mean, we usually just – that's what we usually go off of. <laughs> okay, so tell me about the melodica. When did you start playing that? Um, A few months ago, uh, I was at Guitar Center, and I saw it, and I was like, wow, that – it looks pretty cool. I could do that. <laughs> so I got it, and you know, and I just started messing around with it, and it worked perfect for acoustic shows. So, so two of you are in the band. Are you the youngest one? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just wondering, how does this? Uh, do you guys re- rehearse at your house, or where yeah, do you we, do it? Yeah, we uh, re- we do stuff at my house, and and mom it and dad, works out good, yeah. they must be big fans then. <sighs> yeah, they get sick of it sometimes. I feel like, <laughs> but it's cool. So how often do you guys actually take time in practice? Uh, we practice. A lot, um, especially now because we're trying to record some new songs. So we twice a week, or yeah. we actually, well, re- lately it's been kind of hard with cold and stuff because this track schedule. Good. Well, we appreciate hearing you, and I love those blues licks in there with the the rock stuff. Thanks. Yeah. We're t- this is Mason Hill. Now we're going to hear your brother Coulter Hill. Uh, we've heard Coulter today on acoustic guitar, backup vocals, and he actually grabbed the claves for the last one too. These guys are all insisting on being musicians and switching instruments here, on a couple of these pieces. So Coulter, you were described in one of the bios that we talked about as the band dad. Does this mean you're the most responsible member, or no, no, not at all. <laughs> I just uh, like to be involved, I guess, and try and, you know, what get everyone to show up on time, or what? Uh, kind of... you, that's impossible. <laughs> that's absolutely impossible. <laughs> that's almost like being a real dad. Okay. Uh, these these tracks you the four tracks you did on your EP Black Sheep uh, was that you that just said, okay, guys, we're going to record. We got to do this. No, it's kind of we had some sort of opportunities i guess mm-hmm. there were some like uh i don't what do you call them they're like webcast things that mm-hmm. wanted to play our music i guess and we were like okay we need to have music recorded so it was just kind of we were like, racing against the clock to kind of get somewhere we didn't want to settle but we wanted to get music out there so we could you know get better recording in the future so when, also when you had done so much live performing what was it like to actually listen to the the studio work that you've done at first, I was like, man, this is better than we sound. I was like, oh, no. But at this point, I think we sound better live than we do on the record. Um, we're just a lot better musicians, and we know the songs better, and we have a better feel for the song. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Ideally, I think with the next record, we would have played the songs a lot, maybe not to a crowd, because I like the idea of kind of hitting them with some new stuff you know, mm-hmm. upside the head. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just we're we're better at the songs now. So, so what's the writing process for you guys? 
different for every song. I wish <laughs> we'd nailed something down yet, but uh, I I kind of do a lot of musical stuff on my own, and so does Mason, my brother. Mm-hmm. We don't always work together, but we do a lot of stuff on, on our own, and uh, it's always more of a challenge to get lyrics to music other than putting our music on top of Tyler's already written vocals. Uh-huh. So... That is always an easier way to write a song is when Tyler has one forward. But uh, we we like some of the musical stuff we're doing, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work it. So. Well, it's all been really interesting today, and I think you're good sports for bringing in the acoustic set because I know that <laughs> it's not letting you do all of the things you normally True. do, but maybe finding some different interesting things in your music. All right, Coulter Hill, thank you very much. We're gonna let you go get set up and grab your guitar. We're gonna hear Mojave Nomads now playing Gold. You're lost to be in the cloud, lost in the 
Live in studio at BYU Broadcasting. That's Mojave Nomads, their acoustic set. They played gold. We're going to hear one more song. It's called Daydreams. Daydreams performed live just now in studio by the Utah-based band Mojave Nomads. More information about the band, especially their latest projects, including some videos, also the new album. Find that online at mojavenomads.com. 
And Tyler Harris, lead singer, occasional guitarist, and yep. percussionist. Thank you for coming in with the with the band today. Oh, no problem. Now, it was we understand a you you guys you go to a lot of shows yourself just to see what other bands do. Yeah, for sure. Um, now that we've been writing, I feel like I don't we don't leave the house as much to go out and see other bands play. Um, but yeah, we try to like we like to be a part of the local scene. You know, you know, you can't expect people to come to your shows if you don't go to anybody else's. <laughs> so. Smart. Well, yeah. let me ask you this, because kind of as the front man to a band, do you feel like when you go to those shows, it's not that you, just that you're enjoying the music, but are you learning a lot from how a band works and how to how to take the stage and yeah, we try to confidence all the time. Um, you know, it it's both good good and bad. We find things that we don't want to do and things we might <laughs> want to incorporate in our shows mm -hmm. and in our music. So. Very cool. Do, do we think there might ever be a tour? Uh, I mean, future. hopefully, eventually, you know, we're you know we're pretty focused on recording the new record and hopefully getting a little bit bigger down here, down south in Provo, and then hopefully touring. Very nice. Well, we've been listening to Mojave Nomads. Tyler Harris, uh, he's been the lead singer, frontman, Coulter Hill, acoustic guitar, also backup vocals. Mason Hill playing piano and melodica. Cole Eisenhower, tambourine shaker and clave, and Brighton Bell playing the bass and backup vocals. And if you're listening at home or if you just caught part of our show, you want to hear the first part, hear it again, or share it, it's easy to do. All our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. Also follow us on Twitter at byuh89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our assistant is Abby Horlocker. And the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>